Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Coach, or at least what's left of the program and the name as it exists in this form, 10-Minute Life Coach as a brand. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, formerly your 10-Minute Life Coach, giving up the moniker. Uh, so if you want it for a while, I still hold on to it. So give me an offer and we'll make something happen. And what we're doing now is not providing a 10-minute life lesson, so we're not going to give that in guaranteed time. And we're also not putting much real form into what we're doing here as well. However, I will tell you that on the back end, we'll give you some news on the life of this feed, at least, and me giving 10-minute lessons, but that's towards the end. You have to stick around for that after we go through the actual point of this lesson. And today's lesson is based off of some chapter titles, some ideas I have for chapters for a book I'm writing, which is going to be an after action for The 10-Minute Life Coach, tentatively titled What I've Learned from 150 Episodes of The 10-Minute Life Coach, or from publishing that, at least. So we did a count. I did a count. There's no we in here. It's really just me. And there are 11 titles in the official count. Uh, we may add some. We may constrict some. We'll see. But right now, this thing should be extended about 11 weeks. This is going to be number five with this lesson uh, to continue to name the moniker and how things are going along. And here's what's really cool about this week. The person who inspired this episode, more or less, this title, it's the person who inspired episode 150, who inspired the relaunch of the podcast. And because he listened to some things, put two and two together, I know he's listening. So this one really goes out to Mikkel, and this is almost like a real shout-out dedication. Mikkel is a cool guy. Mikkel is an awesome guy. Mikkel uh, is I – I can take the credit for Mikkel's good fortunes right now, but Mikkel has plenty of good fortunes at the moment. His family is expanding. His territory for his job is expanding. The things they're doing expanding within the actual territory and the things they, things that he uh, covers in his business, his job, his business. Uh, he's stepping out in business and doing very well for himself. And like I, well, I, I can't, I can't take credit for what he's doing, but he has been a person who's listened to some of my ideas, and we've had some coaching talks and back and forths. And he listens. He does what he can that does make sense he doesn't do what he can't because it does make sense and we've had some feedback back and forth so the title for the actual chapter is thank those who inspire you and so Mikkel's going to get a whole lot of things for this one uh, because he is the reason why the podcast moved past 43 got all the way to 150 uh, he literally was a guy who was listening back in the day when things are falling apart and four and a half years later, hooked up on Twitter and asked me, hey, aren't you that guy? And I was that guy. Or Facebook, I'm sorry, on Facebook, asking, hey, are you that guy? And I was that guy. And I decided to bring it back. And it turned into a whole nother thing that was able to grow and expand. Not quite the way I liked it to, which is why it's now gone forever. And we'll talk about that in future titles episodes from there. But much thanks goes to Mikkel for caring for inspiring many episodes and of course inspire me to keep doing things more inspiration goes out to other people in my life to include my parents who put up with a lot of stuff uh, that I did back in the day when I was younger and still put up with some really crazy stuff right now even though I'm older and they're older and the issues that we work with aren't exactly the same these are the people who inspire me by doing what they do day by day. And in some cases, what my dad does as he's super retired, whatever it is he does, because some days he just decides he doesn't want to tell anybody what he's doing. 
which is essentially to keep him from being bothered by other people. I also have to thank my wife, who inspired me all sorts of ways. Now, you've heard me talk about her uh, in bigger detail, in bigger stories as the last year has gone by because she's had some very serious issues. The biggest issue was a breast cancer uh, diagnosis and surgery and all the things that go along with a year worth that. As I say often as I can, she is fine. We went through everything, the we part together and the, the she part on her own. She's on the back end of recovery, essentially working through some issues, final physical issues, so she's doing well. But I offer up very much thanks to her every single day for being here, for being married to me, and for offering me support, although sometimes I wish she'd do more in the way of hands-on in the business, but offer me support in the strength of keeping my business thing going. She has always been a rock of very, actually sometimes kind of just odd sort of support. Some things that are thrown out there seem kind of like, you know, backhanded compliments at times, but she's always there for the, the down for support, the real support, the stuff that really matters. When things are really not going so well, she's always there. And over the last year when things weren't going well for her, I gave her extra thanks by being there for her so that she can get better and we can grow on together. So that's a big thing. I give lots of thanks to her. A person who inspires me a lot, and I don't say it as often as I probably should because she doesn't need that much more ego to her, is my daughter. And while she is only six years old, I am seeing so many things in her that I went through in my lifetime. So I'm inspired in two ways. I'm inspired by watching her be a brave little girl and try new things and fight the fights that she's doing right now. Some of the fights are unnecessary and some of them extremely silly because, yes, she is six years old. But I'm very thankful for her and she's inspired me by what she's doing on that end. Being completely fearless is one thing my six-year-old is, except when it comes to ants and spiders and bugs. But that's the whole girl thing. I'm also inspired on the other end to make sure that I leave her a path, a legacy, something to fall behind. So one reason why I stick very uh, tight to these plans and, and probably keep my head down too long in some of these projects is because if they pay off or if they hit a certain point where they can transfer and pivot to something else, it becomes part of the legacy of the business I can hand off to her, either as a business or as a talent. I would like to believe that she has the same amount of talents to talking to microphones for a living because she enjoys talking to a microphone anytime she sees one. But it's not exactly an easy road to go if you don't have someone to help you guide it. Something that was brought up, I've mentioned it often in my 10-Minute Life Coaches and other talks, was a, a interview or a speech done by Charles Barkley who talks about how in the black community, in our community, there aren't a lot of guys doing what he's doing that can have the legacy to bring their kids up into the business. At his age, at his station, there are plenty of second and third generation broadcasters who had their fathers and grandfathers to look after or some person in the media that was close enough to follow and watch. There aren't a lot of black broadcasters, and from that case, probably not a lot of other broadcasters in any other venue, any other ethnicity unless they may be working in something specific Spanish broadcasters maybe but nothing like uh, mainstream broadcasters of any race other than Caucasian 
who have the ability to hand the reins to a younger generation and just kind of give them the legacy to start with. You're starting to have some of those now where legacies are coming in, but in the past, there weren't a lot of people of color to look up to and to guide you through the way of to go because they were trailblazing themselves. So that's another thing that inspires me to work really hard to keep doing these things, even when sometimes it feels like I am literally hitting my head against a wall because that means the wall that my daughter will have to hit her head against will at least be cracked in a few places, if not torn down for her ease to get on through. So let's talk about the actual lesson part of lesson, what you should get out of this title. Title course, once again, thank those who inspire you. You have to take time out to stop and look and see who's pushing you on, who's got your back, who is really in your corner, and give them gratitude. Give them thanks. Give them support if they need it. Give them love if they want it. Give them cash if, you do, if they deserve the cash. You have to make sure those who are actually inspiring you to do better are getting what they can to know that it's happening. And maybe it's someone who's not so much a person that's really in your circle. Maybe it's a from a far person. Maybe it really is some sort of Hollywood actor or sports person or famous person that you have called your spirit animal to keep you alive, keep you going, keep you focused. Whoever it is that's inspired you, you know, pay for a ticket to see their movie or buy one of their books or do whatever it is because they need your support as well. They need to know that people are listening and learning and loving them, just like you trying to make sure that people are listening and learning and loving you. Just like I need some sort of feedback here or there to know that these recordings mean something, and sometimes the feedback is awesome, sometimes the feedback is just sort of there, sometimes the feedback is just not very good in ways of they're not t they're telling me I'm not very good, or the feedback is just doesn't really translate to something that I can use to tell me how well I'm doing. So it's important that those who are keeping you going, those who are dropping little bits of knowledge, uh, those who say just sometimes randomish things that give you an idea to move on with, they're getting some sort of thanks, some sort of reciprocity, some sort of way to know that the karma is working in a circle. There's a manager that worked here at the radio stations a while back that when I was going through some really, really rough times and I would just be standing around just kind of scratching my head wondering why I was once again literally beating my head against the wall, not figuratively, literally beating my head against the wall to get things done. And he would drop just random lines of compliments. Just, hey, that interview that you edited last week, that sounded really good. You did a good, great job gathering that guest that was a hard get. We've never had a chance to get him before. You did good on that one. I liked how you worked those edits into the website copy because I know people were trying to write crazy things and you were able to get things down. There would be just be little bitty strands of things that were so minor that they seemed like anybody with a sense of you know self to anybody who's conscious should know these things need to be done, so I just did them. The problem is... There are many people who were conscious who didn't have the sense to make sure things got done, and I was a person that did that. So those little compliments meant a lot to me and continue to mean a lot to me, and I had to make sure I said thanks, and not just you know the fake thanks, but said thanks, offered gratitude, and let him know that he was helping me out. 
So those that keep you going, those that inspire you, those that tell you that you're a great person, you're doing great, the work you're doing, the ones that are allowing you to keep on doing that work need to get some sort of something in return. Gratitude, thanks, love, handshakes, high fives, likes, smiley faces, and yes, sometimes straight up cash because sometimes there are people who are pouring into you actual resources and you are not returning the favor. It happens sometimes. Sometimes on purpose, and that's a real crime, but sometimes because we don't think we have what it takes to give back when we do. And sometimes it's not just cash. Sometimes it's not really material. Sometimes it really is just taking the time out to say thank you. Take the time out to give a little praise back. Taking the time out to make sure those that are taking good care of you are being taken care of. Just like you hear at the bar, tip your waitresses because they're taking care of you all night long and getting you what you need. And we know that the pay system is not very good unless someone is offering up big tips. And we know some nights you get that waiter or waitress who just isn't feeling it and they are struggling to keep things going for whatever reason. Sometimes a really fat tip can help them through that one struggle and make them feel that much better. So while this is not a podcast about making sure you tip your waitresses, this is a podcast about making sure you make take care of those who inspire you. Give them thanks. Whatever thanks is necessary, whatever thanks you can offer up. And sometimes you can't offer up very much other than the word thank you. And you'd be surprised how often the word thank you is more than enough to what you're getting. So thank you. All you guys who are still listening to this podcast, you are part of the big group that inspires me. I mean, Mikkel is awesome. Mikkel is, don't, do not, do not discount how awesome Mikkel is. And of course, my wife is great. My daughter is great. My son is also great as well. My whole family is, is pretty cool. But you guys are still listening in bulk to the podcast that officially died five weeks ago. You're still downloading this thing, which is much, much longer in most cases than it has been for quite some time. And you're listening. You're still giving feedback. You're still telling me you like what's going on. So I'm going to thank you with this. While we are really, really, really going to kill the 10-Minute Life Coach as a brand, we're not going to kill the podcast or this feed, should say, and the thought of a 10-Minute Life lesson quite as soon as I believed, quite as soon as I thought. So after we're done with this, assuming we're still in the mindset, we're going to keep publishing something on this feed. And to keep it from being a total fake out, we're going to keep it to under 10 minutes. The lessons will be essentially more or less the same. We are going to give up on the whole 10-minute life coaching program. We are going to do some new ideas to help people direct them to ask yourself this, where coaching will be available there. And the big thing I'm doing now is not so much life coaching, because life coaching is is a thing, it's one thing, but it's accountability coaching, coaching people to stay on task. It's something that my schedule allows much, much easier access to. Uh, it's basically one or two actual calls within a week and checking in back and forth through texts and emails and kind of see what's going on and just keeping tally of what people believe they should be doing and then holding them accountable to those things as things go by. If you're interested in those types of things, accountability coaching, find me, however you want to find me, send me a message, 
we we have some spots in some different places that say different things. We're trying to make sure they're all consolidated and going to the right spot fairly soon. But email me at jclevenpain at gmail.com. Also, jclevenpain.net, the main website. And there's a few places, including yourbetteryou.info and jclevenpain.net, that has links and information for coaching, accountability coaching specifically. Uh, hit it up. Get it to me. We'll get take care of it. And if the price range seems a little weird, it's because different pages are done at different times. So the prices are a little out of whack right now. We'll get you set up with the price you can take care of because right now, what you probably need isn't really a friend, but somebody who's friendly who can keep you on task. And that's something that I can do fairly easily, fairly simply, and not to discount how hard it is to get things done. But if you need someone to simply help you stay accountable, it's something that can be done without that much extreme effort. And I'd like to be there to help you out in the process. And that's it. That's all I got. I don't have a real podcast or website to sell anymore, so that's not happening. And I already told you we're going to come back in a bit with an actual similar podcast, but we have to get through these things first. I promise you all these. And so if you can suffer through, I guess, six more weeks or so of these rambly things, I can get it all down, get the information down. I can work on transcripts and start writing the actual book and then get back to doing what I thought I did pretty good give you these life lessons in 10 minutes or less. So that's coming back. In the meantime, go ahead and share this with some folks so they're subscribed for the new podcast and be here next week for more of the aftermath, things that we learned after 150 episodes of the 10-Minute Life Coach.